Hi, it's Scott Hamilton, Rockfile, back with another podcast review. I am revisiting the cinematic classic, Abraham Lincoln, Vampire Hunter. <laughs> I read this book. I thought what Seth Graham Smith did with these books, he did several things like this, um, taking historical figures and historical places and then injecting zombies or injecting vampires or whatever. It, you know, it's satire, it's, it's, but they're well, they're pretty well written. They're entertaining to read. And for somebody like me, who's not the biggest fan of history, I mean, yes, I am, but you know, I'm a little older now and I'm, there's no more new history coming out. You know what I mean? So I'm more of a current events and, and current pop culture guy than, than a nostalgic guy. But yeah, I've been there, read, done, studied, etc. Anyway, I, I found the books interesting. I enjoyed Pride, Prejudice, and Zombies, and I enjoyed Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter. So when I heard they were going to make a movie out of it, there was a big bidding war, actually, and Fox got the rights to it. Um, I was kind of excited because I'm like, okay, if, if they get a cool director, this could be very interesting. And like Tim Burton produced it and they brought in Timur Bekmenbetov. I think that's how you say it. Um, I first discovered this Russian director. Uh, he wrote and directed Nightwatch and Daywatch, which were adaptations, again, of books I had read that I really, really liked. They have an interesting mythology about uh, cursing people and and ghost phantoms afterlife. I mean, it, it's it's a very interesting mythology that they have going on in the Daywatch, Nightwatch novels and and ongoing. And I thought he did a good job with those two movies. Those two movies were huge hits in Russia and so big that Fox basically brought them over here. If you can ever find the original version of Nightwish, uh, Nightwatch, by the way, uh, in the movie theater and on the original Blu-ray, the subtitles are done in a ghostly script that kind of writes and vanishes. It's not your typical subtitle stuff. And I don't think they continued to do that after like the first pressings or whatever. I don't know. But it was very interesting in the movie theater. And it was very interesting when it first came to home video. But I'm getting off topic. Um, so Tamir Bekman-Baktov... Uh, made his U.S. debut with Wanted with Angelina Jolie, that Assassin's movie, which was based on a graphic novel. And and I thought he was the perfect guy. He has a very exaggerated sense of reality, kind of stylized, and it fits into that comic book genre kind of thing. So when they announced that Tim Burton, who is Tim Burton and does what he does with movies, announced that they would be working together on this, I'm like, okay, now this is going to be an interesting film. I went to the theater and walked out and went, well... I enjoyed it. I liked it. I thought it was pretty badass. Uh, I remember after the movie, I, you know, as most people say, the book is always better, you know. And But this thing pretty much does condense the book down into a usable, easy-to-watch uh, size. Watching it again, and I'll get to why... Um, it is a little uneven in places. They spend a little long in certain things where I would have wished they had spent more time on other things, and maybe that was part of the adaptation. But anyway, so you've got this satirical, interesting book, and you've got Tim Burton and this Russian director who's known for doing crazy, over-the-top, wild things with special effects and such. And and you put them together, and they're, you know, they're adapting this... <laughs> an American president who led a secret life as a vampire killer. 
And it sounds dumb on the surface. And, and sure, if, if you think vampires are dumb and that kind of thing, well, then the whole thing just kind of falls apart, doesn't it? But if you like vampire stories and you want to see a different take on it, it's interesting because it, it doesn't actually quite live up to the title of being as crazy. They take it very seriously in the books and in the movie. And what if Lincoln was put through these things and dealt with this? Would he turn to this? And I thought they could have spent a little more time with him being a total badass. Most of the movie is spent with him getting into this, discovering this universe, his early life, that kind of thing. And it's very realistically done. And this was a big budget movie. Uh, Wikipedia said it's between 69 and $99 million budget, and it only grossed $116 million. Uh, so it made its money back barely. Um, or maybe almost doubled it, depending on how you look at it. Um, but they never did any more with it. And this came out in 2012. Uh, and the sequel, book-wise, is actually quite good. Uh, where it continues and goes is very, very interesting. But anyway, getting back to the movie... Um, my roommate and I love movies. We love TV shows. We have this giant TV and this great sound system. <clears throat> and, we, and we're both fairly busy. And we're both fairly busy. So when we can meet to do things together, whether it be a Sunday afternoon watching Red Zone on NFL or whatever, we do. You know, or, or hey, you around for a movie tonight? Yeah, let's watch a movie. So there was one night where he just picked one and I was walking through and he started watching Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter, a movie that I bought on, on Blu-ray and even 3D Blu-ray when it came out in 2012, 2013. Um and I went, you know what? I haven't seen this since then. And it's October. Why not give it a shot? Um, no better time to rewatch it. Pop some popcorn, sat down and watch the whole thing. Um, it holds up. It's, it's, it's a well-crafted movie. Again, if you can get past the absurdity of <laughs> Abraham Lincoln being an axe-wielding vampire hunter, you have a great cast. Benjamin Walker is a Georgia uh, actor who's not really broken through, and he's absolutely perfect as Abraham Lincoln. Dominic Cooper is in it. Anthony Mackie is in it. Mary Elizabeth Winstead is in it. Rufus Sewell. Um, even Alec Tudyk comes by playing Stephen A. Douglas. I mean, it's a really good cast for 2010-2011 when the movie was made. Um, and to this day, these are all, you know, well, well-vetted actors. So watching the movie, like I said, I've read the book. I'm very familiar with it. I watched it uh, a few times um, uh, back when it first came out, and it's kind of sat on the shelf as I watch other things. So it was fun to revisit, and I got to say, it's still a very well-made movie. My only complaints about that, I mean, at the time, people, too much CG. Well, yes, but you couldn't have done a lot of the action scenes without it. I mean, there was just certain things that they pulled off that would be hard to do in camera without spending a billion dollars, like the giant truss, train trestle bridge that's on fire at the end of the movie. I mean, yeah, there's a lot of special effects in that, but there would have to be, wouldn't there? And some of the uh, the hyperkinetic fight scenes, you know, they come off as a little digital these days, but... Again, they were trying to tell the story of the book and the story as it was on the page. And to pull that thing off with that technology, sure, it would look better now, but it looks pretty good. It holds up pretty good. And some of the stuff is done so artistically that you know you're looking at special effects, but it's the same thing as looking at a painting. It's like, wow, there is a, a scene where the, uh, Abraham Lincoln chases a vampire across um, 
horses that are rampaging through the prairie and they jump from horseback to horseback because you know they have you know abraham lincoln's super dude and, and the vampire's got special powers and, and they jump from horseback to horseback but it, and there's a lot of smoke and sunshine coming through the smoke and it, it's almost pastel colors and it's a, it's a gorgeous scene it it does come across as the, it's a lot of cg and a lot of digital and obviously no horses were harmed but it, 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 it's very artistic looking. And with the entire movie, the details, the costumes, everything, they spent a lot. This is not a B movie. You know, you hear a title like Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter, you think Sharknado, the same guys, you know, are going to make something. And Sharknados don't cost anything to make. This was a lavish budget by a bunch of stars and a bunch of people who know how to make good movies. And so whether or not you like the subject matter would be the only thing holding you back from watching this movie because it is a good movie. It tells the story of, of early Abraham Lincoln and how he first came in contact with vampires. And I'm not going to get into spoilers, but, you know, it tells the history of the man and, and what happened before he became president, how things changed, and he put up the axe. <laughs> hey, that was his weapon of choice because he had grown up uh, splitting wood and stuff and and he gets really good and all of that stuff the actors had to learn how to use these weapons and benjamin walker must be a master axe thrower because he twirls that thing like a baton and around his head and around his body and throws it and picks it up and catches and and swings and like a sword like a samurai i mean it's it's amazing to watch and the martial arts slash axe fight weapon fight scenes they came up with the movie is very stylized in that way it's almost a martial arts movie there's so many fight scenes in it um but it's a variety of things being used and of course the vampires come across as a little more animalistic than 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 martial arts fighters or anything but it rufus sewell does a good job with his action scenes he's the oldest vampire and the leader and all that kind of stuff so anyway if you haven't seen the movie yet it's october why not it's about vampires it's got some pretty gruesome stuff in it and it's an action movie and anthony mackie as young will johnson he's so young in this movie it's amazing it, you know anthony mackie from the marvel movies it's it's fun to see him this young uh before he made that jump and and he plays a pretty major role in the final third of the movie so uh, if you're looking for a gothic action uh kind of horror movie the vampires are pretty horrible you know they do the digital mouth stretching thing and they've got rows of teeth and and they bite people in blood spurts and it, it, it's definitely they they didn't hold any punches on with the violence and uh, cutting people's heads off with axes and things it is a rated r film and i'm glad they did um that being said, it could have gone a little further. The book goes a little further. But anyway, uh, it's 105 minutes. You've got great actors doing crazy things with axes and vampire teeth. It's, it's, it's a lot of fun to be had, and you could watch a lot of worse things. Bogs down sometimes with some great acting. It just feels like sometimes... Um, you've got two great actors in a scene that they didn't want to cut it because this is a great scene. Lincoln and Mary have some great scenes in the final third of the movie. But they also stop the action. You know, it also, you were in the middle of some action and they're going to some, but they have to stop home for a little while. And, and then all of a sudden things bog down with a little politics and a little family stuff. And it's like, I understand. Maybe it just could have been streamlined a little better. But again, the movie overall doesn't feel too long. It, it, it's, it's definitely well made. It's action packed. And if you have an inkling to watch Abraham Lincoln uh, take down a tree with one axe swipe, <laughs> the special effects are actually pretty good. Uh, Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter. 
it's a pretty fun flick that holds up here eight years later. Check it out, uh, especially around Halloween time. I would put this, you know, this would be on a good double feature with an Evil Dead movie. You know, something like that, Evil Dead 2 or Army of Darkness. That Army of Darkness would be a good twin with this. Check out <laughs> Tamir Bekmanbetov's Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter. It's still available out there. Although the 3D version is quite pricey now, I understand, as 3D TVs have gone away. Um, I think they'll come back. This was a, a side thing I was going to do. But I think eventually we're going to be able to view 3D images without glasses. And I think that's when 3D will come back. And I think any of us that own any of these 3D Blu-rays, because 4K doesn't have a 3D standard at this point, um, will be able to watch those without glasses on a three-dimensional television or screen of type down the road, but that's just me. Hopefully, fingers crossed. Anyway, Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter was fun to revisit. Let me know what you think about it. Uh, my website, therockfile.com, has links to all my stuff. You can interact with me, contact. Uh, I'm starting to do some some live things on YouTube and in Facebook uh, groups. So I'll be adding that to the, uh, the, the, the Scott, the Rockfile room, if you want to check that out. Um, there's a couple different things we'll be doing. There'll be one where I like broadcast live and you guys can chat with me and then we'll be doing rooms where you can actually get into a room and can do that. Um, we've got to kind of save that stuff for Patreon, but I don't have a, a big Patreon audience yet, so we'll just have fun with it in, in a Facebook group. How does that go? Thank you for subscribing. Thank you for sharing. And thank you for listening. <laughs>